Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Kenyan Gunners Podcast with me, Omar Bashir and Ahmed Banafa. Ahmed, it is our 20th episode, so confetti, hello, congratulations and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's 20 episodes. That's amazing that we've come this far. Um, thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to our podcast. I know we don't have the biggest uh, uh, listening uh, members or whatever you we call ourselves the ones who are listening but <laughs> yeah thank you guys you uh, we we are making this for you as well as for ourselves so it's a pleasure 20 episodes woohoo yes woohoo indeed um have you ever listened to an episode of the podcast i'd like to ask you that question um I've listened to bits of it. I, I gotta tell you, yeah, I, I, I think I have told you before, I hate listening to my own voice. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Guys who are listening, maybe you can tell us. Because <laughs> um, personally, I don't know. It's, it's weird uh, hearing the sound of my own voice from mm. coming from another. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's so strange. And I don't like that experience. I actually like listening to podcasts. I listen to a lot of them nowadays, but listening to my own voice, it's, it, uh, <laughs> it, it just sounds strange. Uh, how about you? Yeah. I listen to the well, entirety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you edit them. So yeah, <laughs> I, listen, I edit them. So I listen to them before anybody else. So there you go. I listened to the first ever episode that we recorded uh it was that's also i guess our longest mm, apart from that not really i think once i've i've done the editing i i've had enough of myself so <laughs> i just want to get it out for for everybody else to listen to it mm, that's yeah. understandable I, I i completely get that um good weekend this weekend? Oh. Yes, a uh, very good weekend. Uh, Tottenham losing. Um, I mean, they lost to Manchester United and uh, we're here at the Kenny Gunners podcast. Share no love for Manchester United, but when it's Tottenham, I think we can, you know, maybe put that hat aside. Um, so, yeah, I think that Tottenham losing is a good thing. It's always a good thing. And, of course, Arsenal won a game. Mm. And uh, good thing about that, well, uh, aside from the Tottenham losing, our win was quite routine, no pressure. Mm. Like first time in a very long time, like we. Uh, well, to be fair, it, it was Sheffield United, but it was a routine win, which was much enjoyable. There was no um, stress in the game, no mm. moments where you thought that ah, something's going to happen. You know, it was just very nice, very enjoyable. So all in all, a very good weekend. Yeah. Well, when it was 1-0 and uh, <clears throat> we went, uh, uh, before we got to the second goal, I was very pensive. But I guess that's because of our past traumas as Arsenal fans, mm. wherever we have this uh, unique ability of squandering positions of authority and strength to mm. the most abject of oppositions. And I felt that maybe it's talking, just written in the scripts. Talking about squandering positions of mm. strength, bringing it back to Tottenham, they've lost 18 points from winning positions. That's just lovely. Well, <laughs> 18 points. <laughs> well, lads, it's Tottenham. It's in the history. It is in the history of the Tottenham. So I, I think, uh, uh, Giorgio Chiellini, I think, uh, said it very well. But I felt that uh, we, in that particular period, I was pensive, but not due to because uh, Sheffield was playing well or we were playing badly, but just because we 
it's the trauma. It's the trauma that we've had before. Mm. But as you said, overall, the game was pretty convincing in terms of our performance and the results in the end. Clean sheet was very nice to have. It's been uh, 32 years since we had the last one. So it was, it was, it was really nice overall, uh, considering as well uh, the lack of uh, players that were the, the players that were missing, uh, who were considered to be, you know, some of the most important players in our team, having yeah, them missing which... in for us to 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 play that well. Yes, caveat, blah blah blah. It's Sheffield; they're the bottom of the league. But I think you still have to go out there and play, and and I think we did that. Yeah, and uh, this uh, players missing necessitated a very interesting uh, lineup that was put out by Arteta. It took us a while mm. to to get what that was. <laughs> I remember watching it and we were just wondering. The first five six minutes, we were just sitting there looking and trying to figure out what's what's going on because it was a very interesting lineup, don't you think? Yeah, well, I suppose we should get into it, into the lineups as well. I mean, when the when the team came out, um, <laughs> funny you thing, no I, I, I can't remember, I was watching, what was I watching? I don't know. But for some reason, I thought, <clears throat> oh yeah, sorry, excuse me. I was watching WrestleMania night one, so I was so engrossed into it. I had no idea that Arsenal was playing the next two, three minutes. Then you come and tell me, hey, bro. The game is starting. I'm like, what are you talking about? The game is in one hour. And I was like, no, the, it's like literally in the next few minutes. And I was completely shocked. So I think that shock in itself, I never really got to personally, just... I, I, never, I never really got to like look at the lineup and digest like what was going on. I didn't even know Martinelli was playing until I saw him on the pictures. Like, oh, Martinelli is playing. So I think maybe I'll ask you the question. <laughs> Because uh, you're the one who saw mm. it earlier. When you looked at it, what did you think about it? Yeah, I, I was thoroughly confused because initially I, I was thinking, uh, what, what's going on? Is it like a back three? Are we going to see Shaka drop into uh, uh, a centre-back position, which he's done before for us? Or is it, is it going to be a back four, but with Saka playing back left, uh, left back? Um, with the... Uh, Shaka with a midfield trio of Shaka, uh, Pate and Ceballos. Um, I thought that would be the case initially. And uh, I think most of the, uh, what would you call them, TV station sites, uh, pages, everything, everyone was uh, really, I think everyone put out a different formation for us. <laughs> because no one had a clue basically on, on how we were going to line up. It, it was completely strange. And even in, in the, I think post-match, <laughs> everyone was, uh, whoever was interviewing Ateta was uh, asking, uh, mentioned that he completely took everyone by surprise because when, when despite knowing the lineup, like uh, the versatility of some of those players made you think that it, it, it was just very confusing because you, you couldn't really put any one player at any one place uh, aside from the main ones that we already know the the holding Marie of course there would be center backs mm. uh, like that would obviously be a striker Pepe would obviously play on the right and Pater in, in midfield Ceballos was interesting maybe uh, it's a central uh, defensive midfield or uh, attacking midfielder um yeah, well, let's get into that. I mean, or, mm. I mean, like, which part of um, the when you actually when you actually saw the lineup after seeing the game the game after a couple of minutes? I mean, which role, which player, which role like surprised you the most in terms of? Oh, that's interesting. I, I didn't really think about that. Saka at uh, the number 10 position, that, that was, okay, well, we know that he has the ability because that boy can play anywhere, literally, mm -hmm. so far, and so, but we've never really seen him there, so it was uh, kind of surprising that he's actually starting on the, uh, number 10, and I expected him to be elsewhere, on the left, maybe, mm -hmm. or uh, uh, 
back left rather and uh, Shaka starting uh, at left back was also interesting because he has played there before but he's never actually started there but I guess uh, given that it was Sheffield and uh, we know they play very compact uh, mm-hmm. so yeah I think after seeing it and after uh, thinking about it for a couple of minutes I, I think I could see the reasoning and I could see what was uh, being tried. Also, Ceballos playing on the left completely mm. uh, kind of uh, threw me off. That was another interesting yeah, one as well. Yeah, for me, that was the the one that really stood out for me. I think with the Shaka one, you can understand because in uh, some uh, formations that we played last year, uh, he sort of dropped back to that position when, when we were building plays. So it's, it was sort of a familiar role for him and you could understand why he was there. Mm. The same for mm. Saka as well. You explained he is a player who has the technical ability, has the talent to play in that number 10 position. So him being put in that position, I mean, might have been a surprise, yes, but you could understand the logic and the reasoning behind it. The one for mm. me that really surprised me was Sabayas because he... I, I did not really see that coming at all. Um, his his use his the use of Sabayos on the left, I mean, it was it was actually pretty clever from Mateta, in the sense that when the game developed, um, he was higher up on the left, sort of like the overlapping run uh, beyond Martinelli, and then uh, having uh, having Shaka sit deep, not move around, but basically detect play dictate the play from the left so it was really interesting i don't know have you had a chance to look at the the open mic uh this week's no. is granite shaka it's really interesting no, because um uh, he he's really uh telling uh gabriel martinelli to stay high and wide mm. Uh, which was very interesting because I think uh, one of the reasons, if you remember against Manchester United, I think that was in late December, if I recall, or early January, I'm not so sure. But he was brought off, off, out of halftime and, and uh, Arteta was asked, uh, asked about it uh, after the game. He said it was tactical. We wanted somebody who, to, who could stay up the pitch and maintain that sort of line uh, high up, uh, mm. to be the most advanced player on the pitch. And if you look at the, the heat maps and the, the positioning of the players in the game, Gabriel Martinez is actually our furthest player, yeah, our highest player mm. up the pitch. And uh, um, Shaka was really telling him, Gabi, Gabi, hi, hi. And I felt that was interesting mm. because it gave, I think, Gabriel Martinez, he had defensive actions, but yes. he was encouraged to always stay high because he had the extra layer of security with Shaka and Ceballos on that left-hand side that didn't really require him to track back as much. And I felt that was very, very clever for Mikel Arteta. Yeah, and with also with Lacazette's tendencies to drop deep and uh, to congest that midfield, we mm. uh, really needed that uh, out ball. And uh, Martinelli, of course, uh, with the way he plays, very high-octane football, a very energetic player. Yeah. Uh, he's always up there, you know, and he he's running after every ball. So yeah, I think it, it was very interesting. We congested the midfield, but we still managed to kept our, to keep our width width, and uh, yeah, it was uh, very interesting to see uh, how we um, countered whatever Sheffield were trying to do. And mm-hmm. of course, yeah, this was the game to experiment, anyways, because. Uh, we have that problem at left back and it's against Sheffield. Of course, we know they, they've been poor all season. They haven't been winning any games. They've only had four wins, I think, this whole season. So um, I don't think there's really that much to focus, to talk about during the game, aside from the, well, the actions that took place, the few actions that took place. But mm. yeah, I think most most of the game was uh, pretty routine. The only interesting bit, aside from the goals, was the very interesting lineup, which uh, took very many people by surprise. And yeah. Well, one interesting thing, well, I'll beat you there mm-hmm. on something. Another interesting that I found out in the game no. was the very quick and very effective combination between Pepe and Saka. I felt 
They were on it from the get-go. Uh, they exchanged passes. I think it's the highest passing combination uh, in terms of players in the game. They switched positions very effectively. They were passing into each other, laying it off for each other. I felt from the onset, I think they were in sync and they sort of had the same idea of what they wanted to do. And I felt that was very impressive. Uh, that's something that I, I liked and um, maybe something to think about uh, in that the thing position. With Pepe, the mm. thing with Pepe is that he really does well when he has someone to play off of because I think his best moments have come when he has a partner who, who's helping him beat the press because usually when whenever we've seen him struggle it's because he's usually very isolated he's asked to do too much to dribble past too many players and he mm. can't really do do all that you know he's uh, very um he we brought him in from Lille, was it? And he's a, a counter-attacking player, which means he just gets the ball and you have an outlet for him and he he, he goes on his bike. But um, with the Premier League, you, you, can't, you don't really have the space and time and luxury to do all that stuff. So we've seen him really uh, take advantage of whoever plays in midfield. You mentioned that you haven't seen much of his uh, play, but I, I think when he's, whenever he's partnered with the Smith Rowe, um, I've seen some really good uh, bits of play. Maybe this was the highest uh, combination today, but because uh, again, I'm saying <laughs> the uh, there's a caveat to the to this game, so um, there's a slight asterisk if you if you want to call it that because of the quality of the opposition. But yes, I have seen it before. Whenever I've seen Pepe thrive on that right wing, or even whenever he's played on the left, it's because he has someone to lay off the ball and then create space for himself, and then he can be put through, or vice versa. Mm. And uh, he really, really thrives on that. So um, his best performances, I feel, have come since the introduction of the number 10. Uh, in our formation. Yeah, I think as well, having uh, a fullback who can overlap and give him that option to to give him more space in terms of mm-hmm. making his decision easier, I think that also helps a lot. Chambers has, uh, bless him, he has got like three lungs, I think, because he he overlaps him every single time. And his timing as well of the, of the, of the overlapping yeah, ones are... Absolutely mm-hmm. essential, and I think that has helped Pepe because, as a defender, you're thinking about okay, Chambers is overlapping. I've got Pepe on this side, and then I've got Saka on my inside. What the hell am I going to do? And, and in that scenario, the talent of the player comes out, and we've seen better, uh, more and more of Pepe coming out in terms of consistent good performances. I think since January, he's been doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, so I think that in itself, I think for me, that was, was something really nice, I think, to, to, to add on to, I think, what was uh, pretty uh, surprisingly good from what we saw in terms of Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all of that was uh, quite interesting. And uh, I think from the off, we were on it. Uh, we really wanted to try and uh, dispel whatever woes we, we've experienced over the last week. Uh, we drew, of course, against uh, Slavia over the, uh, in the first Europa League game, which was, uh, which was, yeah. Rap. I don't think there's, a, there's definitely word, words for that, but that sigh, I think, <laughs> covers pretty much most of it. And then uh, the Liverpool defeat, which was also really bad. Um, so, mm. It was really nice to see that we were uh, up for it, you know, like we, we weren't just going to let uh, Sheffield come up and do whatever they were trying to do, with if, if anything. Uh, from from the, I think the second minute, uh, we win the ball from them. I think Pate plays it into Saka, who plays it, no, I think it's Mart- who plays it into Martinelli, who plays it into Saka, uh, who, uh, ha- who misses it by a really uh, small margin i think it was by a whisker 
So yeah, I th- and we proceeded with that. Uh, of course, we didn't really create too many chances, uh, but uh, they were there. You know, like like Martinelli had a few good chances as well. Um, yeah. You, you, I remember you were really excited with Martinelli, the way he's, he's very direct and uh, so infectious. On. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that also further encourages the team. You know, you, when, when you take shots, you see that, oh, you are creating, and it's, it further encourages them to push on, to push forward, and mm. actually search for that goal. Yeah. So it, it was good play from us. Um, uh, this is what I really want to see us uh, more from from us and uh, on a more consistent basis. Mm. Even against the weaker oppositions, we we've not really had this much like uh, dominance on, on a team. You know, like like from the off and consistently throughout the game with with them not having much of anything basically and. Uh, and getting a, a comfortable win out of that, it was really, yeah, that that's really the main thing from for me was that enjoyable. Yeah, I tell you what else was enjoyable that first goal. I mean, <laughs> the wow, what a goal! <laughs> yeah, I think everything about it was was exceptional. We 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 won the ball high off the park, um, and then we play it around, and then the movement. I think of Lacazette is essential. I think he starts off from a deepish yeah. position. And then there's some interplay between Saka and Ceballos, of course, with the flick. Uh, who was on play. it in terms of those flicks. And finds uh, Lacazette in a, in a decent position, takes a touch and a very, very good finish. To make it 1-0, I felt was a very good goal. Yeah, um, the thing about that was, I think, yeah, you were right. We win it high up and I think someone, was it Partey or... I don't remember who actually plays it into Chambers who finds Partey. And from there, after, after Partey, it's all one touch, quick passing uh, Partey into Laka, who, who's opened himself up like he has space, who plays it first time to Saka, first time to Ceballos, who flicks it into uh, Lacazette's path, who takes a very nice touch to set himself up and finish, which was just absolutely lovely. And that was a really really wonderful goal and very enjoyable <laughs> actually i remember I, I was actually scared <laughs> when it felt like a certain he took the touch but yeah I, i'm glad he he scored that because mm. uh, whatever happened during the midweek was clearly on his mind i, f- I felt like in the first few minutes he wasn't as uh, much uh, energetic as the other forward players but i think mm. he kind of picked it up uh and the goal uh, further uh, encouraged him, definitely. And he played a really, really good game. Yeah, I think he said as much as well. He said that, look, I think where I didn't play well, on, I think it was in the post, post-match uh, um, interview, mm. he said, I didn't play much as uh, that well on, on Thursday. And I'm, I was here trying to dispel that. I think it's, it's, it's good that this game came as quickly as it did. For him and the level of position, I think helps. Gets a couple of goals, played really well, and then on to Thursday. Um, so I think it was really good for him. Uh, the finishes were excellent. I think the first one uh, was a culmination of the of the team goal, the excellent team goal, and yeah. and the third one, of course, uh, was was quite good as well. I think uh, the... from that period on, mm. we, we were. I I never felt troubled. I never felt troubled. I think troubled is 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 I don't know. I'm trying to word a different word, but I never felt that Sheffield were going to win the game. But I was very pensive of whether we would keep a clean sheet because we've just not been able to do yeah. that of late. And that was really troubling me. And I, I, I felt that, I mean, if we couldn't keep a clean sheet against Sheffield United, who, I mean, they've been a decent team. Uh, last year, they were really good. Um, but this year, they've, they've just had lots of issues with injuries at the back and, and, and whatever's happened with Chris Wilder and the, and the management of that club. But 
I felt that um, we needed to keep a clean sheet at least against this opposition. And I was happy that we were able to do that. Decent performances from the likes of Pablo Marie and is, uh, Holding. Holding, I think, was Fee-ish. I think Pablo Marie was the more distinguished of the players. The, the two centre backs, I think. He... Really, I, I think I think also Holding had uh, a good game, but maybe um, I think I I find some of his passing actually to be really nice. The the way he's playing very direct, he, he knows how to carry the ball and he plays the ball in uh, in the centre of the pitch. Mm. Um, his distribution is definitely not as good as Luiz's, but. When he does make a really make a good pass, he really like tries to play it through the middle, whether it's through Pate, through Saka, through uh, finding uh, Pepe or Lacazette in the channels. It's it's really I, I find that quite uh, good from him actually, and uh, for all he does, uh, I think he doesn't really do that much wrong. It's just maybe he there's he's just not that quality of player that you want but he doesn't do much wrong that, that's the thing with the yeah. holding he, he doesn't offer much but he also doesn't like he's a good utility player and he's like what you right what you now. get is what you give is what, what you get is what you get i mean you've got rob yeah. holding you get all of rob holding yeah and mm. and for this game in particular i think he was uh, quite good um I, I wouldn't say he was bad or anything but he was good and he he wasn't really troubled as much as he would have been in other uh, top teams but yeah so all in all I, I think it's fair to say he he was okay and next to pablo marie i think they have a really good partnership them too mm. uh, as opposed to the others i think uh, Holding and Marie are the more like they've considered less goals or they've kept more clean sheets. I think mm. whenever they've started together, mm. them too. So, yeah, that that's also quite interesting to see. I think maybe Marie's calmness and Holding's um, aggressiveness uh, they uh, kind of form a nice balance. Yeah. Uh, which is which is also quite nice, and they ended up keeping the clean sheet, which was, uh, I'm sure, very uh, relieving for them. Yeah. Uh, speaking of clean sheets, I was ex- actually expecting Matt Ryan to play. I don't know. <laughs> I really to wanted to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been playing forever. Um, we remember we had this discussion about him a couple of weeks ago, about him, you know, experiencing fatigue, you know, because mm. uh, being a goalkeeper at this level is, is demands a lot of your concentration for him to do well, so. He was red carded once upon a time, and he yeah. got one game's rest. Yeah, but <laughs> and, that was and, like. Uh, he- I was there for Germany over the international break as well. So yeah, maybe, but that was like in January though the red card. So <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe he's he's looked okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, I just want to see my try. I think um... <laughs> at this stage of the, I think uh, had we been in more cups, more cup competitions, then we would have been seeing more of my But right mm-hmm. now, I think we're at a stage where we need our number one. Uh, yeah, but in the league, though, what what does the yeah, league but to offer us? I keep telling you, you know uh, what? Uh, you, our perspective is not really maybe what's going on in uh, the manager's mind. You know, the manager wants still wants to have the best finishes possible, um, and uh, you you can understand him and his point of view as well. So. Um, it's, it's difficult for them. I'm, I know I'm, what we want. I'm not saying I I I, I disagree with Leno playing. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I mean, Matt Ryan is a decent goalkeeper, and you've got a very huge and important time on Thursday, and you never know what's going to happen. I mean, remember how Leno himself got injured against the Brighton game last in the Brighton game last season. With Mope, that freakish accident, it's not an accident, mm. but what Mope did, you know, anything like mm. that could happen. And then, you know, you hear Len is out for the season. 
we're in a game that I think, okay, fine, you want to finish as high as possible, but in terms of priority, Thursday is the big game, right? Yeah. So I felt I think Matt Ryan is a decent enough deputy, in my opinion, for him to play against Sheffield yeah. United. Um, just to give Leno that little bit of a rest, uh, bring some freshness in about the team. Um, yeah, I mean, he's played the one game against Aston Villa. Uh, yes, we lost the game. He conceded a goal, but I felt he was really good. You know, he was he was commanding yeah. of his box. Mm. You know, he mm. made decent stops. Was good in claiming crosses and corners. I I just feel that he he needs more chances. But I mean, at this point, we're we're just uh, sticking with them. I don't have an issue with it, but I mean, I would, I would have preferred if we give more playing time to. To Matt Ryan. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a caveat. I mean, but either way, I was very happy with the the clean sheet uh, on Sunday. Yeah. You're a defender as well, right? I'm sure you definitely did enjoy a lot of that. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 very satisfying. It's it really is. I mean. Um, I can imagine uh, how they were buzzing, you know, I mean, especially it's, it's been such a long time since we go. I can't even remember the last one we got. So it yeah, was really nice. Uh, it's been, what, 13 games. They, they, they kept mentioning 13 games, okay, yeah. which was, well, that's a couple of months ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of that. And then uh, Martinelli also scored uh, uh, on his, I think this is his first start. He's been playing, but it, it's been a bit bit part. Um, so it, it's his first start in a while and for him to get a goal. And actually he was about to come off and then Saka got his uh, dead leg. So he, he kind of had to stay on. And uh, it was nice to see he dedicated the goal to Saka. They, they <laughs> apparently have this running thing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was really cute. And I got to say, I really love these boys, man. Mm. <laughs> these guys are the future. And I, I really hope to see more of them. Yeah. Well, the thing with Gabriel Martinelli, and um, yeah. I, I felt that he had an okay game. I didn't think he played badly, yeah. but I don't think he played well. But if you look at it, he had a couple of key passes. He had, I think, five shots. Shot, yeah. You know, he had a couple of take-ons. Three on target. Yeah. So, I mean, he was effective, even though he wasn't playing well. I mean, we've mm. seen periods, games even, like when, you know, the person who has been preferred over him, William, who hasn't, I mean, <laughs> he's, he's gone like two, three games without taking a shot. I mean, there was this running joke that he hadn't had a shot on target the whole season. I think he got a shot on target in October. Mm, and that's the only one we remember. I think even yeah. the one over the mid-game, it, was, uh, hit, it hit the post, so th- that doesn't really count. Yeah, well, that's, that's unfortunate, really. <laughs> that was a really good free <laughs> kick. But I mean, the, statist- yeah. the statistics would go like that's off target. But I think with, with Martinelli, and that's the whole point, I mean, with having these mm. good players on the pitch, because they will give you something, even if they're not playing at their best. And I think Martinelli wasn't playing. I don't think he played. I don't think he was excellent, but him being okay was good enough for him to get a goal, for him to have decent contributions to the game. And I feel that we should be inclined to play our better players because, I, I mean, it's like this example. If you have Aubameyang on the pitch, He's our, you know, he's our best finisher, right? He's one of the best finishers in Europe. And if you have him on the team, however badly he's performing, he can come up with something, you know? And I feel Martinelli is gravitating towards that. I mean, you just have him in the, have him on the team, considering the fact that he hasn't played for quite a while in terms of, Um, having a game. I mean, he played 80, 81 minutes, 82, 83 minutes. So for him yeah. to be on the pitch for that long, it hasn't really happened for, for yeah. this year at least. And he was really good. And in terms of his contributions, his performance was okay. And that in itself 
warrants or demands that you need to have enough good players in the team that even if when we're not playing well, mm. we can be able to survive. I mean, like you put it like this way. If David Luiz has a bad game, we're losing. Mm. Right? So you need to have players like, okay, if he has a bad game, I mean, pff, I mean, we'll win, but it'll be iffy. I think we need to gravitate towards that. And I feel Gabriel Martinelli is an example of a player that we can um, trust him being in the team, knowing that we will probably get a decent enough performance to win most games, I feel. Yeah, what, what I liked about it was, uh, and, I, and I mentioned this to you, is that, yes, he didn't have a good game, but he's asked all the right questions of the manager, right? His, yeah. his performance <laughs> tells you that whatever we are getting out of this other player is definitely not good enough. So this is on you, manager, to give me another chance to show you what more I can do. Right, it's it's. Uh, if you're gonna play him now, I've shown everyone what I can do, uh, and we've seen that. Yes, you you say he didn't. He definitely didn't have a that good a game. Like he he was okay in, in most of what he did, but he was very effective, and that's definitely what we need. And he he got his chance over William two. I mean, uh, two days ago, and. He made it count, and he made everyone see exactly what he can offer. Even when he's off key, he he's still uh, really good. And you're right; the better players offer you uh, better, better things. Uh, even even on their bad days, they're better, definitely. And and that's what Martinelli brings. And I, I'm really really glad that he got the goal to cement exactly the kind of performance he had, which yeah. was I think very anticipated. Uh, given that, yes, he didn't have all that good a game, but he was very effective. He, as you said, he had those mm. uh, three shots on target, five in total. Very, uh, uh, I think he uh, was pressing like like a dog throughout the game, mm. uh, following every ball. You know, like he's just a very nice player to watch. Is very. It's very infectious to the whole team, and that's more of what we want. Uh, and I'm really, I'm really, really happy for him, and I'm happy that he showed everyone, and especially the manager, that that yeah, this is this is me, uh, basically re-announcing himself to yeah. everyone. Yeah, I think uh, three 0 have ended. Uh, we were all happy with it. I think the only ca- the only disappointing or worrying uh, issue coming out of the game was uh, the Saka injury. I mean, the in yeah. commentary, uh, they were saying it was probably a dead leg. We, we don't yeah, know. We'll I think have it's to been confirmed. I Has think, it? I think I read it. Yeah, I read it off some of the Reddit posts. Uh, that oh, I thought you uh, said it. You read it on, I don't know, getfootballnewshererightnow.com. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I think he, he is okay. And on Martinelli as well, he, he was uh, really knackered at the end of the game. He, he mentioned cheekily, <laughs> like a cheeky little bugger, that mm. he, he's uh, okay to start on Thursday, which I really like, you know, more, more in, in, what's the word? It's impetus on the manager. Mm. Yeah, which was also really nice. So, yeah, the soccer thing, yeah, he's... A, uh, it seems like he's okay and he's uh, going to be in training this week pre- preparing for Slavia on Thursday. Well, I'm just having a look here. Well, there's nothing from Arsenal. I'm expecting... Yeah. I think we'll get it officially towards... Yeah. Tomorrow, I think we we'll get most of it tomorrow. When before Mikel Arteta, uh... his press conference. Yeah, his press conference is tomorrow. Sorry, I was uh, <laughs> reading something else. Uh, yeah, uh, the press conference tomorrow will probably confirm what's happening with him, what's happening with Smithrow, what's happening with uh, Odegaard. I mean, if we have those players back, it's a huge boost. We'll just have yeah. to wait and see. Uh, but I think uh, for Sheffield United. I think I'm done with what I needed to say. Do you have anything more that you want to add? 
Not really, unless you want to talk about maybe a man, a man of the match, if you want to just uh, finish with that. Ooh, uh, we had a poll on, on Twitter. <laughs> uh-huh. How'd that go? I really should have had this with me. Um, right. Um, ooh, like I said, resounding win, 70%. Oof, wow. Okay. Uh, next was Partey with 15, Sabios with 12, and I put Pepe in, but he got 3%. And that's, um, that's unfair to Pepe. <laughs> Yeah, Pepe had a really good game as well. Yeah. I think people maybe, you know, um, Lacazette, of course, he scores two scores goals, goals, so he yeah. gets, uh, yeah, of course, he gets all the plaudits. But uh, Pepe was really effective, and Martinelli's goal doesn't come without Pepe. Yeah. Um, doing Ooh, yeah. a lot of the work. Yeah, because that was actually Pepe's effort, uh, which just uh, rebounded into Martinelli's path. Mm. Uh, and... Uh, a lot of the game as well, he played really well, combining with, with Saka, with uh, Lacazette, with uh, Chambers, uh, I think, effective in uh, beating the press. I think he had some good touches when he was coming inside, you know, um, keeping the play going, keeping us in possession. Uh, yeah, I think he had an understated, like, a low-key performance that was really good. I, I think people tend to focus on the on the big moments, and that's how they pick uh, one of the matches. And uh, well, I can understand that, but yeah, I think he also had a really good game. So three percent is kind of low, but that's what Who's the your say. man of the match? My man of the match was also like I said. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> aside from the goals aside from the goals Lacazette was really really important when mm. whenever he dropped deep uh, I mentioned this like immediately after his uh, first goal and just even before his first goal I think he started slow but he really really grew into the game he he, he came in deep he helped us recycle possession he was available most of the time, you know, dropping to create those triangles in midfield, just progressing play, creating for himself, creating for others. You know, I think there's some moments where he plays in Martinelli, he plays in Saka. Yeah, it was a really good performance from him. Um, yeah, but that's not to say the others. It was really hard for me because... As well, like Pepe was up there for me, and Pate was also up there for me. Um, I don't think you put him in, but yeah, for me, I he did. was up there. But you gotta pick one, you pick, like I said. I went with Sabayas, yeah. I think, simply because <laughs> of how poorly he's been, and for him to come on mm-hmm. and just play as well as he did, especially in a role that he's never played before, I felt that mm-hmm. he was excellent and sort of um, made things tick. I think as well, you talked about Pepe having a low-key good performance. I think Sabayos is in that category, but he was very integral in the way we build up our play, the way attacks on our left side were, 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 were created, you know, giving Martinelli that freedom to, to stay high up the pitch. I felt he was integral for that. And for me, my man of the match. So, yeah. There you go. So I think we'll leave it there for part one and we will come back with part two with some of your questions with more right after this. Welcome back to part two of the Kenyan Gunners podcast. You can follow us on our various social media sites on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And of course, follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yes, Ahmed, part two. Is there a subscribe somewhere? Is there a subscribe, like? No, we're not the YouTube people. Do that if we there. are not YouTube people here. <laughs> we have... We, we, we do have a YouTube channel, bro. What's happening? Oh, oh yeah. Like and subscribe, guys. But I did tell people to follow us on you. I mean, well, well, well okay. 
You see, you've made this complicated. When I say follow us on YouTube, I mean subscribe to us on YouTube. All right, guys. If that wasn't yeah, clear just enough, yeah, just put it out there again. You know, no, I'm just like, like, like I wanted to be like the YouTubers. No, we, <laughs> like we and subscribe, guys. If if it's available, like and subscribe. <laughs> Are you happy? <laughs> yes, I am. All right. All right. Um, you know what? I'm going to let you ask the first question. Great. Um, let me see here. Um, this is someone who asks from, is this Instagram? Looks like Instagram. Hmm. If it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, then it's Instagram. <laughs> um, Suhail Salah asks, do you think you're winning the Europa League this season? Um, I think that's, that's a very good question. Uh, thank you, Suhail. And uh, thank you for listening and asking questions. We really appreciate it. As um, We really appreciate our listeners, of course. And uh, I want us to win. Do I think we'll win? I think that will be answered uh, this Thursday, uh, whether we want it. Uh, as much uh, I think that's the true test the litmus test uh, litmus test of uh, uh, where we want to be um, so Thursday definitely that's the one to watch out for for us uh, it's the make or break I believe and uh, I think that that's also a segue into talking about the game this uh, this midweek oh, oh wait think? wait, wait. We'll hold win? on hold on that's a very poor answer, Ahmed. He's asked about the Europa League. No. What? That's a poor answer. I want, we want definite answers here. Do you think we're going to win the Europa League? It's a yes or no? Okay, let me think about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, this silence is me thinking about it. Do I think we'll win? You see, that, that's the interesting bit. It's, it's very hard to say yes or no. To, to, such a, to such a question. Of course, I, my answer would be yes, but th- there's a lot you, of things you look at. Do you truly and, uh, believe looking. in your heart of hearts that you are going to win the Europa League? Mm. Gun to your head. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Well, gun to head. I mean, we are Arsenal, the Gunners. I mean, anyway. Uh, <laughs> you answer it then, since well, you, you want a yes or no. Exactly. <laughs> you see? Hold this on. Wells and I don't know. Tranquilo. <laughs> hey. It's gun friend. to your head. What do you mean, tranquilo? <laughs> gun to wait, your head. <laughs> wait. I don't think we're going to win the Europa League. Because... I do not think we can handle Paul Pogba. That's it. If Manchester United are, are eliminated, fine. I don't think they're going to be eliminated. I think they'll make it to the final. And if we make it to the final by some chance, I don't think we can deal with Paul Pogba in the sort of form that he's playing. playing. That's the only reason. If he gets injured, maybe, yeah, fine. But I'm, 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 in my assumption, I've made that Manchester United get into the final. Hmm. And Pogba is playing the way that he's playing. I don't think we can deal with that. I think we lose because of that. But there's still Granada. <laughs> there's still like, who's yeah. in the other? Who's in the other games? Um, who's on Roma the other side? And who else? Is it Roma and someone else? I'm not well, sure. I think Ole has this fetish of getting out of semi-final cup competition so i mean fingers crossed Ooh, that he that. he would uh, <laughs> he would he would get out i mean suhail is probably not very happy <laughs> listening to me <laughs> say this but hey it's a dog it's a dog and uh, you guys really don't need to win the europa league i mean maybe if you if for them winning europa league is like oh it's a confidence booster blah 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 that's a trophy well screw all that we need this we because need <laughs> we need the money. We need to, I mean, I can't remember 
the last time we had a Champions League game. It's so long ago. I think uh, probably Mustafi was playing. Mustafi was playing. <laughs> yeah. Ramsey was playing. My goodness. Um, My goodness. Who, who else was there? Speaking was, was of, there? speaking of, this is episode 20. Yeah. And guess who is number 20? My favorite player, Shkodran Mustafi. <laughs> yeah, definitely your favorite player. I, I can attest to that, guys. Omar's favorite player, Mustafi. I, I have got a tattoo of him on my back. His <laughs> huge head on my back. The whole of it. Heavy, heavy hangs the head <laughs> that wears <laughs> Mustafi's tattoo on his back. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so happy he's not here anymore. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, you were segueing way into Europa League. We have a big yeah. game against the uh, Slavia Prague. One one it is on aggregate. We play them on the Thursday at there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, our team, our local team would be unbeaten in the Czech League. So okay, that's a bit <laughs> unfair. I mean, they've been really good. Uh so I mean, how do you think that goes? Uh, like I said, I think it depends on how much we want it, you know, and we will see that, f- we should see that from the off um, on, uh, uh, on the day of, of the game. So if we want it, I think we can win, win the game because we have, I, I keep saying this, we have the ability and we have the potential and we can do it. We have the players to do it. So it's just up to us. If we want it, we definitely win the game and it's uh, comfortable and we, we get away with it. Um, if we respect them too much, I think uh, it's theirs and they have this... Uh, I mean, they have the advantage, basically. They, they have an away goal so far. So uh, that worries me right now. Uh, and... It, I think it just depends on how much we want it. If we get uh, the first goal very early on, I think we have, we can go on to win the game, and that's what I want to see from us. It would be really nice if we got an uncomplicated win mm. in that game. So yeah, that, that would be beautiful. Yeah, and then um, I think we've got enough in our team to win. I didn't really see much of them in the first leg. I know the coach said that they played badly, but I really uh, didn't see like much in, in, in their performances uh, in terms of uh, individual and collectively how they could affect us. I think I agree with you. We gave them too much respect. We, 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 we need to get away from that. We need to go out there, show that we're the big team. We are the ones who want it more. And I think if we play decent enough, I think we should be able to win the game. And uh, it'll be interesting. I think that the thing that's interesting because we don't know what's who's. I mean, who's going to be available? If Smithrow and Odegaard are available, the lineup changes completely once again. And yeah. um, oh, and Abaming, of course. If you, I think one person we all do not want to see is William. And uh, I think if he plays. It will happen. And not because I don't like him. I actually want him to do well, but I think at this moment in time, he's not aiding in yeah. our cause at all. We, we've seen enough of him to decide what he can bring to our team, and yeah. I, I don't think anyone sees anything anymore from him. Yeah, which aside is... from Atleta, <laughs> the, the, the one person who 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 is who's this whose opinion actually matters. He's the one who thinks William has something to to because like we always have this excuse that oh he's in the team for technical security he loses the ball all the time <laughs> it's so, literally all the time it's so whenever we see him it's horrible it's just... he loses the ball he can't run he can't dribble mm. he can't shoot he can't cross he can't do anything. <sighs> Except shoot a free kick. Yeah, I mean, let's just. I wish we had like, I don't know. Have you ever played hockey before? 
No, not really. Well, I was a hockey player in high school. I was the captain of my wow. team. Um, wow. Well, the hockey, there's this, like, you can substitute a player in and out, in and out, in and out. So, like, mm. I feel like if we had that in football and we just had a free kick, we'll substitute William in, let him take the free kick, and then just get him out. I think that would be <laughs> the best use of William. And seeing that is not going to happen. His best use is on the on the bench. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, I think it, it, it's quite tricky to call out the lineup given that we don't know who's available. But uh, if we had basically whatever we had o- over the weekend, then mm. I would start with whatever we had o- over the weekend uh, exactly as it was. Mm. Um, I think it's that's good enough. Uh, I think Gabriel for Marie, that's uh, whoever comes in, whoever comes out, I think they're both quite decent. Uh, so maybe that's the only change I can see us making. But otherwise, if all we have available is what we had over the weekend, then start that team because that was a decent enough team. Yeah, I mean, again, it depends on what's available. I feel like if Odegaard and Smithrow or either one of them are available, they will start. Yeah. And that affects... Yeah everything around it uh, in terms of who you play near the players, behind them, in front of them in terms of striking options. So it's, it's, it's really difficult to say at this period in time, but uh, we will know soon enough, I suppose. Yeah, um, I think there's not much else to be said about that game. Um, I think we're all looking forward to it with somewhat of somewhat trepidatious. So we'll get there and hopefully we, we grind out that win and we, we no, sleep happy. Compli- non-complicated. I don't want any grinding. <laughs> I want silk. Silk performance. I need to be 2 nil at halftime. Do you know how 2 nil at halftime is so comforting? Do you remember when we were 2 nil up those days, all those years ago when we were 2 nil up in games? I mean, it's Emirates Stadium. It's, it's, it's probably mid-autumn, mid, uh, you know. I mean, some stupid team has come and we're like 2 nil up halftime at the Emirates. Goals from Ramsey and... Ooh, and Walcott. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. And we complained during those times. I mean, if we knew how good we had it then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the level we want to be, though. Like, no, we, we don't want, we want to, to be higher. I want we to, want go to into... complain about being fourth, not complain yeah. about being. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's. Yeah, that's where we want to be mm. next season. At least we want to complain about being fourth, and then we we go on from there. Well, next uh, season. It's coming sooner than we think, bro. Yeah. Um. I mean, wow. I mean, it's good. It Seasons end. So many ways. It could go so many ways. It could be mm. absolutely brilliant or absolutely awful, and there's no right. in between. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing so yeah. I mean uh, you know what at this point I don't care let's just let's just get on with it yeah um, any other question I think we, we don't have that many I don't think mm. listeners please come on we, we depend on you guys for this part of the podcast <laughs> we'll start singing songs and I'll tell you this guys you do not want to listen to us singing. So really, well, we I'm are sure trying... Now that you mention it. Mm. <laughs> what? The, the, I'm sure they would want to hear you sing now that you no, mentioned it. <laughs> no, we, we are trying to help you relax. We're not petition trying... To, we're not trying to... Petition to, to hear Omar sing, guys. Start it up. Listen to the podcast. I see what you're doing. It's not going to work. <laughs> It's not going to You brought it up. <laughs> Look, let's end it there before Ahmed gets any more crazy <laughs> ideas. 
in his head. Thank you very much for the listeners, uh, for tuning in again. 20th episode, thank you for those who've been with us since episode one. Hope you're here for the next 200, hopefully. Um, thank you to Ahmed, as always. Thank you to all those who send in their questions. And we will see you, hopefully, after a good win in the midweek and progression into the semi-final of the Europa League. From us here, Kwaherini. Bye-bye.